Good morning, everybody. This is Josh Wagner, and I wanted to start a new podcast for a while, but I didn't exactly know when and where and on what to do it on. And I thought, gosh, when, when do I have consistent amount of time to do a podcast? And I, you know, I have all this equipment and stuff, but I thought, why not do it on the way to work? And why not talk about things that I wonder about? So this podcast is called Wondering to Work. We'll see how it goes. I think it's kind of fun and interesting. I'm in my car anyway. Most days on my way to work, I listen to either other podcasts or I listen to courses. I take courses from Udemy or Skillshare or something like that. Uh, so I've actually gone through a couple courses in the last couple months. So that's pretty cool. So I thought, well, you know, this is where I'm consistently listening to stuff. Why don't I just make stuff on the way and talk about what I'm kind of interested in that day? So that's, that's the premise of this whole thing. And so today, uh, well, if you have any comments or questions, uh, if you're curious about something, uh, let me know. Uh, you, you, if you're on social media, you can put it in the comments or you can find me at Wondering to Work on Twitter and Instagram. That's Wondering, W-O-N-D-E-R, because I'm wondering about stuff on the way to work. So today I, I thought, I, I've been kind of farming Facebook a little bit for some, some material to talk about what people are interested in. and. I got a lot of great responses, a lot of great responses. Um, but I'm not gonna go with any of those yet today. <laughs> I was talking to my brother last week about something interesting and that's luck. So are you feeling lucky? Um, are you a lucky person? Do you consider yourself lucky? Like we all know what lucky means, right? You find a dollar bill on the ground or you hit that lottery or you know something falls into your lap and you know some people have lots of different names for it. Um, but it's that sort of like idea where you're not expecting something or you need something and all of a sudden it falls into your lap. Now again, there's people that have all sorts of different names for it, uh, Providence or all sorts of things, you know, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to call it luck today just because I think we universally understand what the word luck means. So a few years ago, I, I watched this guy, Darren Brown. He's been on Netflix and stuff. He's a really fascinating guy. I really like him a lot. He's kind of a hypnotist and um, he's sort of a magician and that kind of thing. And he had, um, he had this documentary you can find on YouTube and maybe if I remember when I get back to work I will um, put the link on there about luck and he went to this town in England and he found people that considered themselves lucky and unlucky and what he did with the lucky people and the unlucky people both he put things in their path like winning lottery tickets or a celebrity or something like that and when the lucky person came across the lottery ticket or the celebrity or whatever lucky so-called lucky thing he put in their way the lucky person would often take advantage of it. They'd pick up the lottery ticket. They would, uh, they'd help the celebrity, even though they didn't quite know who the celebrity was at that point. Like, you know, when you see a celebrity, you're like, is that really him? Uh, ended up that person was a musician and played a free concert for them, et cetera, et cetera. All these great things happened, you know? And the lucky people would consistently sort of see the opportunity and they would uh, seize upon it. Well, there was this guy in there who's a, who was a butcher and considered himself very unlucky. And when you heard him talk, he just was a kind of a sad sack and he didn't really uh, didn't really sound like a very happy guy at all. And he also was very unlucky, he said he was very unlucky. So they put the same things in front of him. They put a lottery ticket on the ground, they, they put a flyer that said he won something, they put the celebrity in his path. And consistently, the guy who considered himself unlucky missed all the opportunities. He, he missed every single opportunity. So one of the things that they did was to really make it obvious to the guy is they um, they put they took one of those big like flat-sided 
advertising trucks, you know, it's all it does is advertise. And they put his name and his phone number on this big truck. And they kept driving it back and forth in front of the guy. This guy considered himself unlucky. And uh, as, as they were doing this, you know, he's like, oh, look, it's, it's my name and my phone number. And it said, call the call us at this at this number, you know, Johnny or whatever his name was. And um, the guy still wouldn't do it. The guy still would not do it. He considered himself so unlucky that it was probably some kind of scam. So here's the kicker. I was, uh, it's, it's a YouTube video. It's, it's been out for a couple of years, uh, a few years now, probably five or six. And uh, the, there's a comment on there that the unlucky guy, about three weeks after filming, he was hit by a car. So I guess he was really an unlucky guy. He got hit by a car crossing the street in this little tiny town. And there was another part of that uh, little documentary. They, they made it so that uh, they spread this rumor that this statue of a dog was lucky. Like if you patted on the statue of the, the dog on its head that you would, you would find luck. And people started slowly coming to the park as the, spread, as the story spread. And uh, they kept patting the dog on the head. And then they went back and they started interviewing people like... You know, did that do anything for you and, and, and that kind of thing and, and people were often like yeah I, I, I was I needed this that and the other thing and I patted the dog on the head and, and it actually worked so it's a very fascinating documentary I think Darren Brown is very fascinating you know I, I, I have, I've watched a lot of his stuff I, I have one of his books and uh, just a fascinating guy he's kind of made a little bit of a segue over here into the United States but he's really a big deal in England and he's been on James Corden and things like that to, to, to bring that guy up again but so I think that the point is, is that I think, I think luck, I don't know if luck is a thing or not. I just don't know. I don't know how all that works. But what I do know is that the difference between the lucky people and the unlucky people, the so-called lucky people and the so-called unlucky people was their mindset, is that one was open to the new opportunities. One was open to understanding that there, there are things that happen that are serendipitous, uh, whether they're, you know, planted or or put in the way or not, uh, that, uh, or, or the random acts, which of course happen that, that, that of course we like to see, we like to see connections between things. When, when, when things come out of the blue, we like to, we like to connect them to something. And, that, and, and so some people connected to luck. Well, those people that had a lucky mindset often encountered luck more often. And then there was the guy who was, who saw himself as unlucky. And so not only did not only did bad things happen to him, like getting hit by a freaking car, but other things happened to him as well, where he would find that these opportunities would be in front of him, or he wouldn't find those opportunities, and they would be literally with his name on a flatbed truck in front of him, driving back and forth, saying, call this number to, to win a prize, and he still didn't do it, because he considered himself so unlucky. So, I don't know what you consider yourself. I don't know if you consider yourself lucky, or you have providence or whatever, whatever it is. I'm not trying to equate luck and providence, by the way. Um, but of course, you know, we could, uh, because we look for patterns in everything that we do. We like to, we like to know why things happen. And so when, when stuff happens, we like to connect the dots to those kind of things. Um, are you a lucky person or an unlucky person? How do you change that mindset? Like, that's what I'm wondering about today is like, uh, like how do you see yourself? And, and then there's this whole idea, which is probably a whole different podcast, um, called self-fulfilling prophecy. And self-fulfilling prophecy is what is what happens to these lucky people and unlucky people. So I'm going to go on for just a second. Self-fulfilling prophecy is actually kind of interesting. Uh, so I'll just talk about it because I have time because, as you can tell, traffic. Uh, that's one of the joys of, of wandering to work, right? 
uh, is that is that self-fulfilling prophecy not only happens when a person believes that they have a self-fulfilling prophecy, like I'm, I'm unlucky or I am lucky or I'm good at this or bad. Well, you can understand that you're good or bad or something, but you have these expectations that you're going to find some way for those expectations to come true. If that guy believed he was unlucky, man, he was going to prove it so far that he got hit by a car. Well, self-fulfilling prophecy actually goes even a little farther than that. They did a study and I, I don't, obviously I'm in my car, so I don't know what the study, I, I can probably find the study for you, but if you really, really want to just put it in the comments, um, I'll figure out where I found that. But they did a study where they told kids that they separated them and they were average, average intelligence kids. And they separated those two, those, those kids into two sets of, of kids. One they told was the advanced group and the other they told was the remedial or developmentally handicapped or whatever. They told them they were slow kids is basically what it came down to. This group was the smart kids and you're the slow kids. What do you think happened? What do you think happened in the study? And again, these kids, for all intents and purposes, were of average intelligence. None were really that smart, none, none were that dumb. And I hope they didn't do this experiment too long because obviously it would be damaging to these kids. But the, the, and they didn't tell the teachers, by the way, either. That's another interesting thing. They didn't tell the teachers that these were just average kids, that they said, they said this group was smart and this group was dumb. And lo and behold, the smart kids excelled when they were told that they were smart because they had that self-fulfilling prophecy. They had that mindset. And then they had the kids that were slower actually started to fall behind consistently as a group because they were told that they were slower. Two things are happening with that. One is that the teacher actually believed that they were smart or slow and treated them accordingly. Secondly, the kids thought they were smart or slow and they had that self-fulfilling prophecy. So I just think that that's really super fascinating. I just think it's kind of interesting. They did the same thing with lab rats. Again, they had like control of control. I don't know how they double blind control these things. I'm not a scientist, you know, like Batman. I, I do like to think I'm Batman, but I'm not Batman. Um, and uh, they, they told the scientists that this is a dumb group of rats and this is a smart group of rats. So they did it with rats and they did it with children, which, you know, maybe, maybe they're of equal intelligence at some point in their life. Just kidding, of course. But... Um, Guess what happened? Then they didn't tell the scientists. The smart rats ended up doing the maze quicker than the dumb rats. So the perception of the scientist actually affected the outcome of the rats in the maze. So self-fulfilling prophecy is not only about ourselves. If you think you're lucky, you're going to be more lucky because you're going to see opportunities in front of you. If you think you're unlucky, you're going to be unlucky. After that documentary aired, I wonder if that guy was like, see, I'm unlucky. And then he got hit by a car. Like the perception of other people like deepened his sense of being unlucky. And the same thing can happen to us, you know. Um, I think it's important for us to understand how we see ourselves, how we authentically see ourselves, what's the stories we're telling ourselves, which is again another podcast. I'm fascinated by narrative and I'm fascinated by stories. Um, and I just think it's, I think it's fascinating because everything really comes down to the stories that we tell ourselves. Um, but what is it, what's the story that you're telling yourself? And then, did you know this? People have a story about you too. Obviously, I know people have a story about me. I'm sure people have a story about me. Some of those stories are probably accurate and some of those stories are probably way off base and they're just like filling in the gaps with their own mentality. I know. Now, I, I, of course, I, I try to, I'll be honest with you, if you're at this part of the podcast, I'm really proud of you for making it 11 minutes in, 12 minutes in. 
uh, I know how to spin a story. I know how to do that. It's something I've learned to do. It's part of my job. It's, you know, it's, it's part of what I've done on social media over the years. I know how to spin the story about myself, but still people will fill in the gaps. People will, you know, I, I know how to make the story, not only that I have about myself, but, and, and I'm really trying to be more authentic. That's another podcast again, authenticity, uh, which I've been working on for a long time now and, um, still getting there. But what's the story that people have about you? Now, you know that the story that people have about you comes from two different places. One is that the story that people have about you comes from you, how you tell people to treat you, what you tell people about yourself. The other one is it comes from them and their own experiences. So, you know, the version of you in their head and the version of you in your head might be completely different versions. And all of it affects us. There's lots of scientific studies that show that the way that we perceive ourselves affects the outcome of our actions or inactions. And the way that other people see us also do that. Like, it's clear, like, beautiful people, good-looking people get more things in life because they know they're good-looking and people treat them differently. I know. I've experienced this firsthand. Not as a good-looking person. But as a person who um, has seen good-looking people get way better things. Or funny people. Like, I like to think of myself as funny. I laugh at myself all the time. And, uh, but at the same time, like uh, that sense of humor has gotten me so many things through the years. Free coffee at Starbucks is number one. I used to get free coffee at Starbucks all the time, literally. And I stopped doing that because somebody said it wasn't right for me to do that. So I listened to them and I stopped doing it because I was just getting free coffee all the time until they got upset with me. And they're like, how did you do that? And I said, well, I'm funny and people like me and people give me free stuff, um, which is fine. Uh, so anyway, I just, I think that the luck thing kind of led into a bigger, a bigger talk or bigger discussion about self-fulfilling prophecy and that kind of thing. It's very fascinating because, you know, as, as my, as, as my journey goes on, as my life changes, I have to, my story, my personal story changes, like how I look back on things, how I am right now affects the way that I look back on things 20 years ago. The way that I feel now, uh, you know, determines, you know, my future at this point. It changes my narrative. It changes how other people see me. It changes what's happened to me. It changes the meaning of it and the significance of it. So anyway, put some comments and if you're at this point, that's awesome. I hope it was interesting. At least it's interesting for me. Gives me something to do once a week on the way to work because I wonder about a lot of stuff. Uh, There's a lot of things that I wonder about. There's a lot of things that I ponder. It's a lot of, I've read so many books on so many different things. I'm, I'm very interested in a variety of topics. So if there is a topic that you would like me to talk about, and I'm not saying I'm an expert in any of this, I'm just wondering about it. Um, those are my things. And what do you, I wonder what you wonder about. Um, so go ahead and let me know that kind of stuff, all right? So this has been very cool. I've enjoyed doing this because if anything, I can hear the sound of my own voice. <laughs> and who doesn't, who doesn't like the sound of their own voice, right? Uh, at least inside of their own head. I don't care to hear it on a recording, but uh, I do like to hear it. Uh, again, you know, you can follow me at uh, Wondering to Work uh, on Instagram. That's probably where I'm going to be most of the time. I do have a Twitter. Uh, there's a Facebook group. Uh, there'll be more to come. I, I just think this is kind of interesting uh, little format because I got my phone. I got an extra phone, and I got my little microphone here and, and all this kind of stuff. So, um, well, um, I hope it wasn't too loud. I'll, I'm not going to do any editing, so you're just going to have to live with it. So I'm just going to get to work, and I'm going to upload it. So, all right, everybody, have a great day, and take it easy. Bye.